He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> Wait, I'm taking a sip. Oh. <laughs> that first sip after the night before, huh? After a hangover. <laughs> What'd you do last night? Got drunk by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did a, I drank quite a bit as well. Yeah. Was there an occasion or were you drowning sorrows? Yesterday I had to go pick my stuff up from my office. Oh. I know, I know. Um, unfortunately, a bunch of us were laid off, like thousands company wide and it was bound to happen. I mean, yeah. it's a big events industry, right? So, well, are we gonna? Can we talk about the company? Because I, I, whenever I drive by, because I know you guys just moved into this like massive compound, so it's devastating when I, I drive know. by because it's near where I get my allergy shots. I don't think that will be there for much longer. At least uh. it won't be there with our big logo on it. I feel for people because there's people that have been with that company for 25 years. Oh my god, that lost. I know, and you know what? Like the CEO and when they were doing like the zoom chat was crying. Oh. Like they feel awful. The company at Freeman is a family company. It is actual Freeman is the company, like family. I mean. There we go. We got the name. Yeah. <laughs> so they, I know they feel absolutely awful and you know, it's just sad all around like COVID fuck you. Oh yeah. Cause it's nothing. The company was doing well. Otherwise they wouldn't have moved into this space. So right. it's like totally out of their control. So that's now less than two years. I've lost two jobs. Oh yeah. Winner. Well, you know, I guess that's true. It just that, and that's why I sad drank last night. <laughs> Is that what we're calling? <laughs> Was it? because all those feelings of getting laid off from radio came back, and the helplessness, and the emptiness, and the confusion as to like where you're gonna go, what you're gonna do. You know, you doubt yourself and your capabilities and yeah, so. Well, and I know a struggle you had that I also still have is when you have a resume that's mixed between real jobs and like entertainment jobs, you don't know which ones to lead with because the entertainment jobs like radio, it's a real career, but a lot of the time like government doesn't look at it that way. Right. And someone gave me a really good piece of advice, uh, Daniel, that we oh, had yeah. on our podcast. Great episode. Do the Daniel. Do the Daniel. But he gave me some great advice. He said, make two he's like i have three resumes oh, each for different things right smart. so for me my resume consists of broadcast pr and marketing so he's like combine the broadcast and pr together because ah, they go together okay. and then have a separate marketing one so depending on what jobs you're applying for right. you send which resume is more suiting so i think that was a really good piece of advice but yes i mean and also saying that surround yourself with people that are willing to like help you and give you advice and guidance oh yeah yeah seriously i mean it took and i get the feeling of despair is that like you know i've had odd real jobs here and there in addition to stand-up since we got let go but right. i still don't feel like i've got my career back and i know how long it took you to find that job at freeman nobody would give us a goddamn chance that's why we're sitting here and, and, and it's true <laughs> nobody would give me a chance i couldn't even get an interview because i couldn't my resume was so different that it wouldn't yeah. go through filters right so like no one was even seeing my resume yeah. Which is just messed up. Fucking keywords, man. I know. There needs to be like a new way to like, I don't know. I don't know. There needs to be a new way to get us back on radio or TV. Right. Don't you want these faces waking you up every morning? Come on. I look hungover. <laughs> no, you don't. Look at Jenna's hair if you're watching us on YouTube. And if not, you should be. She just got it done and it looks fabulous. Thank you. It was a needed cut. It was so crunchy. 
That's how my <laughs> hairstylist des- described my ends. She was like, your hair is crunchy at the bottoms. Gross. Yeah. Nothing about you is crunchy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm calling this Jennifer Aniston hair because you've got layers that are like Jennifer Aniston. Well, my hair was like just like a big mop yeah. before because it just grown for six months without getting cut. I don't play that way. No. Every three months, boom, haircut. We're coming back, people. I got Botox yesterday. It hasn't kicked in yet. Obviously, look at that. Ooh, Marla, I'm jealous because I'm due now. You know it's my birthday soon. Oh, you think I can afford 500 bucks to fix that forehead? Oh, my oh God. come on. There's no <laughs> way it would be $500. <laughs> Gosh. We should go for a video consultation. I look young with this new haircut anyway. You do. <laughs> I don't think you look bad. And your forehead looks great on camera. Okay. Stop zooming in, people. Everyone on their phone. like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're it's just us on this episode. Hi, right. how are you? We haven't done that for a <laughs> no, while. No, we haven't. We've, we've been Oprahing. Right. And so we were kind of debating between like having one of our listener letters or doing headlines. So we were just like, you know what? Okay, let's combine the both because this one letter that came in, I didn't want to laugh, but I couldn't help it. Okay. Are we going to start with the letter then? Please, yes. can we start with the letter? Yes, let's start with the letter. And But you've forgotten an, a personal announcement. You're going to be a big sister. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom, uh, my mom, well, it's my mom's dog, but my parents are going to be getting a puppy, a standard poodle. And she'll be ready in August. Hey, what was this debate on the Facebook? I saw people commenting saying, is it standard or it was Oh, joke. there's different sizes of poodles. And my mom's is a standard. So that's the biggest type of poodle. Oh, okay. And then there's like moyen and, you know, medium. French for medium. Um, and then there's uh, obviously the mini poodle. There's like mini and then toy. I don't know. There's all different okay, sizes. Okay, that's what it was about. Yeah. Uh, okay. So just like our last poodle, Brandy, R.I.P., Sweetest dog in the world. Who got hit by a bus. A car, I think. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, when we were on vacation, horrible thing to happen. Oh my God. Um, uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. But I'm like, fuck you. Of course you guys do it as soon as I leave. <laughs> That's so you don't come back. <laughs> you can't come back, Jenna. The dog's got your room. <laughs> right. Exactly. What's that joke? Yeah. Do you have names yet? Or does she have a name? My mom wants it to be a Japanese name. So I did have some suggestions. Hmm. Um, let's see if I can actually pull them up here. People are listening like, I don't care what your mom's going to name her dog. I care, okay? Right, exactly. I care. So Amiko, that's beautiful blessing child. Akiko, my favorite is actually Mimi. Mimi! Why are you so obsessed with me? Or like Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Oh, yeah. There's she was a favorite character. Me too. Um, so yes, we got to come up with names. So if you do have any name suggestions, DM me. Mulan. Slide up in them. No, no. What's Japanese, isn't it? No, Chinese. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Yikes. It happens often. White boy. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, when I saw the title of this, I was like, what is going on here? Okay. My dog is doggest. <laughs> it's from your mom. <laughs> Do- as in racist? I think, yes. Okay, go ahead. So it goes, hey, this is going to sound so ridiculous, but it's really been bothering me and I don't know what to do. Most recently, my dog is terrified of curly-haired dogs. She's usually super social and friendly. She goes to doggy care. So I don't know where this is coming from. I looked it up, and many dogs are scared of curly-haired dogs. I don't want... Sorry, this is a serious issue. Hold on. Well, that's not a thing. Wait, I don't want my dog discriminating against anyone, and it's really making me upset. 
Any suggestions? <laughs> Do you think my dog is dog's doggist? I just want her to accept every dog size, color, and coat. <laughs> I know this sounds like a joke, but I'm serious. Well, I'm not laughing. No, but this is actually giving me a lot of different thoughts. First of all, I don't think it would be dogist. It would be breedist, wouldn't it? Like race, racist? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's not a thing. It's not a thing. I think, you know, like... Uh, I know some girls that wouldn't want a curly-haired man. Right? <laughs> but, you know, there are times where your dog's been attacked by a certain breed. Sure. And they're terrified. I've heard of that happening. Yeah. Where your dog's been attacked in the past by, like, let's say it's a poodle. Mm -hmm. And I've heard so many dogs don't like poodles. Interesting. Some people, too. Which, right. how can you not? They're so smart. Uh, yeah, Ooh. second smartest dog in the world. I'll tell you about Lopez. He, he's my chihuahua, as everybody knows, hopefully. Or if you're new here, welcome. He's my chihuahua, and he is obsessed with older, large, like, female dogs. Like, golden retrievers and big dogs. But little, small dogs, he'll try to fight with. He likes them big booty dogs. That's it. And wouldn't you think, for a four-pound dog, the big ones would scare you more? But no, he loves the big ones. So maybe they do have preferences. Yeah, most recently, this happened actually to my friend's dog. She has a golden retriever who's just over a year old, Harvey. Hey, Harvey, how you doing? I know he <laughs> listens. Um, but he, she, she's like, oh my God, Jenna, he's terrified now of curly-haired dog. Really? And I'm, and he was the friendliest, just a great, typical golden retriever, you know, the great breed. And she's like, all of a sudden, like, we're walking, and he won't even move. Oh like, he just... God freezes in fear is, is this who the letter's from yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> but and, and so i actually when we got this i asked her about it i'm like oh is harvey still like having his issues with yeah. curly hair dogs and she's like no she's like as soon as we got him back into doggy daycare because you know how everyone had to stop going because of covid now they're open again okay. she goes he's better now oh because he maybe wasn't right. used to other dogs and you said you put your dog into doggy daycare so maybe he got bit by could be a curly haired dog or, or maybe the curly haired dog was just mean they could be mean to each other cool of children. course yeah but i mean do you think it's i won't need to know do they act like this with any other curly types hair. of breeds yeah, we, yeah i'm like looking at the camera waiting for an answer please call us we'd have a phone number if we had a radio show <laughs> this is why i decided to do the headlines though in here because too because I was like, there's no way we can talk about this for that long because... No, but you know what? Okay, this we're going to take a dark turn with this because it's hard not to think of all the racial stuff that's going on among humans when you hear this. And I saw some horrible racist argument uh, for why racism is okay. And it's oh. similar to this. Their argument, they use birds though. And they were like, you don't see geese hanging out with your favorite, by the way. Fucking cobra chicken. <laughs> Who's Birdus now? You don't see geese. Oh, I'll admit it. Yeah. I'm Birdus. I don't care. You don't see geese hanging out with chickens. You don't see chickens hanging out with doves. So that was this racist argument. Um, hello, have do you have Facebook? There's always these lovely videos of like, you know, a cow and its little duckling friend that like go all over the place and Long, okay, do you know fine. what I mean? So, yeah, but those are rare. And I get what his point was, which is so wrong. And first of all, birds are not humans. But I kind of understood what he was trying to say, which is that, like, why does everyone have to get along? But then, then, then you could counter-argue by saying, that how can we allow a v variety of domesticated pets? 
Why can you have a house that, that has oh, that's like true. a rabbit and a cat and a dog that's and they right. can live in, in harmony? And you know what else? They have to learn to live in harmony. Suck it, racist. You lose. Suck it. You, you lose. suck. And I hope if you are racist, you don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, right. And I tried to throw him a bone and you're, you just talked me right out of that. So you're right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it is true. There is always a way to live together in harmony. Yeah. I have actually even heard of dogs being trained to be racist. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Real, like to humans? Yeah. Oh, that's gross. I know. Real gross. Real gross. Real gross. But I don't think your dog has like a serious issue. Maybe it'll pass. Maybe it'll pass like my friend Harvey. Or, or pass over, not on. Right. <laughs> Maybe you have a problem with curly hair dogs, ma'am. <laughs> How can you? They don't shed. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, but maybe slowly like introduce them to more. Like socialize. Keep socializing maybe. Get a perm. <laughs> See if he still loves you. Oh, God. I used to have a perm <laughs> in grade oh 12. God. Did you have a spiral perm? Was it Everybody, like, it's my mom's favorite. She loves it. She thinks I should have it again. Oh, I remember that era. Every girl in grade eight and nine had a perm. Uh, mine was grade 12. Oh, yeah. But well, it was like a $500 perm. Like, this wasn't just like the one you got like back in the day out of the box. This was legit like. Insert photo here. You know what? I, I, I will try and find one. Yeah. Please do. But you know what's coming back as a trend for guys? Perming. Guys? Perming. My cousin has a Oh, perm. my God. My cousin is 16 years old. I'm sorry, Easton, if you're listening. I'm outing you. But, yes, he perms his hair. So they grow it really long yeah. on the top, like yours, and then perm it. I'm not getting a perm. Yeah, my hairstylist was like, I permed a teenage boy's hair the other day. She I like, I couldn't believe it. See, I would definitely go back to a perm. I really would. The only problem I had with the perm is, one, your hair smells for like two weeks like rotten eggs. Yeah. Perms stank. <laughs> also, it takes like four hours just to get my hair into the curlers if you're doing a spiral. So it takes forever. And then, so your perm, it grows out, right? So because my hair is so poker straight that if I let it get too much, it's like straight hair and then curls. Oh, gross. Right. You know, before you get a perm, Jenna, I want to show you a picture from Halloween 2017 where we went a Stranger thing <laughs> and you had a nice perm wig on. I don't know if it'd be a good look. That was a Value Village wig. That wasn't like no lace front or yeah, anything. That's true. It was a clown wig also. <laughs> you were Barb. It was the closest I could get to Barb yeah. from, from uh, Stranger Things. Hey, people still talk about that photo every Halloween. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Johnny Novak hosts it every yell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good group costume, if I do say so. It was so. fun. It was. That was a really fun... Uh, we did a good job on that one, I have to admit. Yeah. Oh, side note, and this is totally something I meant to tell you off air, but here we are. Uh, on my personal YouTube channel, which it's not really that popping, it's just where I... He really means his OnlyFans page. I wish. I'm getting close. But on my YouTube, where I just like throw up audition videos or like bits from our radio days that I want to keep, there's one where we did a bit about, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, the Backstreet Boys song, The Call, it has a fart in it. <laughs> and it's popping off and I'm getting all these likes and comments on it. And someone today was like, I'm only here because of BuzzFeed. And I was like, what? So I Googled the, the call, fart, and yesterday BuzzFeed wrote an article, not about my video, but about the fact that there's a fart in that song. So now everybody's Googling it or YouTubing it and Whoa. our old bit's popping up. We should post it on our Facebook again. We should, yeah. So, oh my God, that's so fun. I'll show you after this. But yeah, we will post on our Facebook and I'm like, oh good, maybe this will get us some attention. Right? <laughs> Never too much of that. Farts always get you attention. <laughs> and it's when Gord was our producer too, of course. It was, it was, probably, it was probably him farting in the background. <laughs> 
of the Backstreet Boys song. They could hear it from Ottawa. He was fighting, <laughs> farting, yeah, farting with his mic on. Yeah. That, that's actually, remember that producer John, that happened to producer John when we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't recording the episode yet. but <laughs> It got on loud and clear. It was so loud. Oh my God. He's like, he, we're both like, looked at each other and he's like, oh, you can hear that? I'm like, Mike's pick up absolutely everything. And I love how we just ripped it. Like, oh, they're not going to hear this. <laughs> but what if we smelled it? And this is why we now record in Jenna's kitchen, in case anyone wanted to know. I think it was over Zoom. We were over oh, Zoom. Yeah, it was over Zoom in the early days of quarantine. Right. Oh, John. All right, let's hit up these headlines. All right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, well, this is actually one I'm, it's not even that funny. I really want to talk to you about it. Makeup for men is going mainstream. What's the difference between makeup for men and makeup for women? Well, I'll tell you, because for years there's been women makeup companies that market to men, but they don't change the formulation. So the idea is that this is better for men's skin because men have thicker skin, bigger pores. It's a bit different. I'll try it and let you know. But my big question is, would would it turn you off to date a, a yes. straight man? Yes. Okay, me too, even though I use makeup. But like, I'm not talking eyeliner, eyeshadow, but just to fix up your skin, like boy makeup. Or no, powder. Still, I don't know. I love a man's ruggedness. I like men's imperfections. That's what makes them so manly and masculine. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Is those little like dimples and well, not scars and yeah, but not like zits and like under eye circles. Yeah, I, I just don't know a lot of people that get constant zits. Well, you're looking at one. So anyway, <laughs> before I before and I like on, as an adult, you don't notice zits as much as like when you were a kid. It's true. Like we notice our own imperfections way more than right. anybody else. But like if I go out with a huge zit on my cheek, not everyone's going to be like, holy crap. Like, no. yeah, you would say, Jenna, nice zit on your cheek. Yeah, but but like real people, <laughs> whereas in high school, you would always get that huge, horrible whitehead one on your nose or something. Yeah. And everybody would point it out. I'd always get one like near my lip. Yeah. That looked like it almost looked like a cold sore, but it wasn't. And it was just so embarrassing. So this company is called Strix, S-T-R-Y-X, and it's called- Oh, is it, a, is it also like NYX? I don't know what So that. there's a very affordable makeup brand called NYX, oh. N-Y-X. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It's come to shoppers, but anyway. I just think it's silly that we need to like separate them by gender. Yes. Just make them unisex. Or just like make it a society thing yeah. that it's okay for guys to wear makeup now. And also because all makeup- lines aren't similar like you go to get mac makeup that's a studio makeup so it's thicker it's cakier it's probably better for men if you want to get like in the pores and stuff okay but here's the problem with makeup for men as you know i'm no stranger to it especially when yeah we're you buy the something. worst makeup though you buy the well, maybelline shit. <clears throat> but sorry maybelline the reason i like that maybelline one i use is because it's it's called um dream mousse and so it's like not totally liquid not totally compact it's sort of like right, really it's like thick. a bb cream almost almost like a bb cream but anyway i try not to use too much in real life because i feel like you can tell on a man when he has makeup on on camera not so much right but the reason this is a hot topic is because I would judge a guy I'm dating because of it, even though I do it. You said you would. And is that not homophobic? Who said makeup is I, for I, women? I don't think it's homophobic because who says makeup's just for gay men either? Well, straight that, men but, can wear makeup too. But my I guarantee is, you a ton of straight men do. I think so too. They just don't admit it. Right. But I just Or they don't wear it enough. I'm really checking my 
biases right. these days. And that made me realize, hey, wait a minute. Why, why did I instinctively say, no, I wouldn't like a guy with makeup? Or why did you? Because we're raised to think makeup is for women only. I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. And these are the things we need to change. Who says pink is a girl's color? You right. Know? So that's what the, where my mind went. I was like, huh, this is Maybe a part of that is stop, like, assigning genders to things. Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, makeup. So, like, the models are female and male. Do you see what I mean? You don't have to spell it out. Like, you go into Sephora, the only male model pictures you're seeing up are for their beard creams and cologne. True. You're not seeing, and, and I love Fenty, so I'm not bashing. You know I love Rihanna. I actually have a candle right here of her as a patron saint. That's how much I love her. And I think she's really great when it comes to diversity, like especially when it comes to skin tones. She's incredible at that, yeah. her line. But why is it all women in your, like put some men in your advertising. Sure. How edgy and cool would that be to see, open up a Vogue and see like a Fenty, make, uh, Fenty ad with this like very like attractive man. I don't yeah, know. I think it would be great. CoverGirl did it with that kid with the, but, yeah. but he was too extreme. He was the glitter and the eyeshadow. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going to market to straight men in particular, they don't want to see that. But here's the thing. Is every, every single ad you see a straight man in, he is wearing makeup. For sure. Yeah. And for years, it's been an entertainment thing. On camera, you have to and stuff, but just the day-to-day. You know, when I was a kid, and my, you know, my dad was like super hetero butch, like yeah. homophobic to the max. <laughs> When I would have bad zits, he would give me clear sill. Remember, it was beige color, yeah. and he'd be like, "You can use this to cover it." Well, is that not the same thing? Why don't I just steal one of my sister's makeup? Right, right. But because it wasn't makeup, boys were allowed to use the clear sill cream. But it's like, you know, this is the problem with this whole thing. Right, right. Do but you? I think <laughs> that with this new generation, this is when this is the time that things are going to start to change for future generations. It does change does take time. Yeah. So like, just think about it. Like your dad's generation and how they were yes. in comparison to us now, and even our views, and even millennials are us eighties babies aren't even a hundred percent woke. You know, it's true. And then the kids below us, as much as they bother us and and drive us nuts, they're they're aware of a lot more things than we ever were growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. No. It oh, does geez. take time. <laughs> note. Yeah. Make that note. One for Jenna. <laughs> well, you're right. And like, you know, I think of like, <clears throat> oh, fuck. Like, I've dated guys in the past. <laughs> One I talk about way too much, but <laughs> he wore makeup all the time and I still sucked it, you know? <laughs> so like, it doesn't always turn you off. But I think in a new brand new relationship, if I went over to a guy's house and he was like putting blush on, I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> you know when you just got there and you went, oh, fuck, I thought you got upset because you coughed. Like, oh, shit, oh, no. I did it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this messy show. Right. I'll fart, too. I'm trying to work one up now that you mentioned John. <laughs> and we're sitting this close together. <laughs> right. And I was like, please wait till they're out of the kitchen. Okay. Our next headline is still in the beauty category. Uh, a new fragrance by NASA smells like outer space. Hmm. Or you can just put your nose up to Gwyneth Paltrow's ear and sniff. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but who has smelt space? They always have their helmets on when they're up there. Well, listen, this is why it was developed, to train astronauts what they're going to smell for however long they're up there, because it really does smell different because there's no oxygen. Do you want to know what it smells like? Yeah. What would you think it smells like up there? Look at your camera. How strong is your nose? I know you're a bitch. <laughs> I am not snorting lines of cocaine right now. I'm trying to like put it in my mind. I feel like there's going to be like, is there like a freshness to it, which is really hard to explain, like air. I don't know. 
Well, if watch, they're just going to bottle air and sell like compressed air. I, I'd be very curious to smell it. It's uh okay. Here's what it smells like. A mix of quote gunpowder. I've never smelled gunpowder. Really? Have you? Yes. Well, my dad again. Oh yeah. A big hunter. Sorry. <laughs> he threatened us daily. Um, <laughs> it smells like a mix of gunpowder, seared steak. It's a very manly smell. As we just talked about putting genders, assigning genders. Raspberries. Ooh, I'm liking this now. And rum. Ooh. So here we go. Those are the four smells. Gunpowder, steak, raspberries, and rum. Sounds like a, smells like a really good camping trip. Or a good drink. I'd drink that. I'm that, liking that. Gunpowder, steak, raspberries, and rum. The fragrance is going to be called Eau de Space. <laughs> oh, oh. Really? Like NASA needs the money. Like NASA's putting this out. Jeez. They have to come up with a better name than Ode to Space. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So it's going to be- Call it like universe. <laughs> it's gonna be... That would have been a better name. You're full of good ideas today. It's, it sounds like, a Cal... like one of those CK1s, Calvin Klein universe. Yeah, universe. Remember Moves? Universe by NASA. You remember Moves by Adidas? Everybody had moves. It was the blue bottle for men, pink bottle for Oh, girls. yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I just can't believe that they had originally developed this fragrance to train astronauts. Like, okay, you're going to be, like, away from Earth and not see your family for two years, but we've got to get you ready for the smell. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be glorious. <laughs> Steak and raspberries. Who knew? Mm, that makes me want to barbecue now. Like, that whole description just makes me want to barbecue. I know. Oh, I love barbecuing. Mm. You always want what you don't have. I know. That's tough. Um, oh, there's, oh my gosh, I have some fun headlines. What do you want to do, COVID, corona headlines, or do you want to hear about a weird sex fantasy? Um, is that rhetorical? <laughs> I guess that's just answer my own question. <laughs> Here's a headline. Judge clears man who broke into wrong house to fulfill a client's BDSM fantasy. Oh, so like it was planned out? So you can already, you know the whole story just from the headline. You're exactly right. So this guy uh, wanted two men, he was gay, obviously, to come and like tie him up and rough him up a bit. Actually, there was- specific, Like a home invasion? Kind of. Gone sexy? But the thing was, after they had him like stay in the bed at gunpoint, or it was with machete. They really stole his shit? <laughs> no, no. This was just the request was, two guys break into his house with machetes. Too bad you're not a dude, you could have booked this job. Break into his house with machetes and then don't let him off the bed. And while he's laying on the bed, take a broomstick and play with his junk with the end of the broom. Oh, I'm so glad you said play with his junk and not oh, do something else. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Those are long. Yeah. Right? Ow. <laughs> so these two guys were, that were hired to I wonder do where this. the Wait, I wonder where the broomstick fetish part of it comes in. Well, it's the right shape and stuff, you know? And oh, by the way, they, he didn't want them to take his underwear off over the underwear messes balls up with the broom handle. <laughs> like, weird, right? Hey, I'm not putting down people's kinks, man. You never know. Maybe don't knock it till you tried it. Well, sure. Was it, but wait, so when I thought of the broomstick, I thought they were using the handle, not the... Not the bristly part. It, it, you're right. It's a handle. It was the handle? Yes, oh, sorry, okay. I didn't say that. The okay. handle. The fact so, that I knew that is gross. Well, it's because <laughs> it looks like a dick, right? But like here you're hiring two hookers, get the real dicks. I don't know. Right, but I don't see what pleasure the, the handle would be as much as the bristles would probably feel better, especially if it's not on his naked peen. Yeah. Maybe his, like, mom used to beat him up with a broomstick or I don't know. Like, I don't know. Fetishes come from weird-ass places. But here's the thing that gets me is this guy was rich. He was going to pay five grand for this little 
home invasion. Ooh, he's like, I'll oh. do that and shove a broomstick in places if you want me to. So I'm not surprised these two guys did it. But anyway, they broke into the wrong damn house. <gasps> so they break into the wrong house. Uh, they wake this guy up who is getting a glass of water and, and heard a noise. Um, but he didn't even get that upset. He was probably so confused. And uh, immediately the guys realized they were in the wrong house. So they apologized. Because they're probably like, I'm going to tie you up. You know, like, not like a real burglar who would be like, get on my fucking ground. But they'd be like, get on your hands and knees. You know? Well, like, no, no. I, you just reminded me because I'm doing this off memory. The, they were like, are you John? Or of course his name would be John. <laughs> uh, is, are you John or whatever his name was? And the guy was like, no, I'm Derek. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, oh shit, I'm in the wrong house. And Derek said they were super polite. One of the guys even gave him a handshake and said, sorry, sorry, we're in the wrong house. Meanwhile, they're standing there with two machetes. So he, Derek let them leave. Some names have been changed to protect the privacy. <laughs> Derek let them leave and then he called the police and the police, uh, what? That's a dirty move on Derek. Yeah, but I, if I was Derek, I wouldn't believe, I would think they were trying to rob me. If they were stopped when they asked your name and you said your name and you're like, I'm sorry, like... True, yeah. And then know? they shook my hand. And they shake your <laughs> hand, like... And I, I would ask, I'd be like, what's going on? And I would hope that they would explain, like, look, we've been hired to do this, like, sex fantasy and apparently we got the wrong address. Like, yeah. so sorry, so sorry, please don't call the cops. But still sketchy as hell. I don't know if I would call the cops. And here's my million dollar question. But or wait, would you call the cops? I probably would. Well, first of all, you would go along with it. Let's just be <laughs> fucking honest. You'd be like, yes, call me John. Guilty. Call me whoever you yeah. want me to. Derek, John, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> but how, what I want to know is how the guys got in the house. Did Derek leave his door unlocked? Or did they actually like smash a window? The article didn't say. Because like, how real did John want this experience to be? You know? Because right. like, otherwise, Derek, what are you doing sleeping with your door unlocked? He could have drunk, stumbled home and forgot to lock it. I hear that happen sometimes. <laughs> well, at least you live in a high rise. Okay. So then uh, they left. Cops were called. They found the two guys because they were just two houses down. <laughs> hey, just random two guys walking down the street with two machetes. machetes. Um, and uh, so unfortunately, John never got his his wish fulfilled. But Did the other two get their money first though? No, they got nothing except charged with like break and enter. And, um, but here's the happy ending, which you may not remember from the headline, which is the judge let them off. Oh good. They had to go to trial and the judge. Uh, so they both got off in the end. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool of the judge because yeah. Okay. Sure. You were being prostitutes and maybe there were some illegal aspects, but like, this what you don't deserve to sit they in jail. They could have not been like full time prostitutes. It could have been like you and me. If someone was like, "Hey, I'll give you guys five thousand bucks to True. go to break in my house, tie me up," we both be like, "Sure, <laughs> yeah. shit." And I don't, you don't even need to see you naked. True. Yeah, he didn't want to take his underwear off. Right. We have had some interesting fan requests. Okay, no, so. we're not talking about those anymore. <laughs> oh, that one. I was thinking of the video we got. You're talking about the human oh. centipede. Okay. <laughs> Talked about that before. I don't need to talk okay, about it again. Okay. It never happened. Next headline. Next headline. Drinkers. She can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Over 100 drinkers who refused to stay home in quarantine barricaded themselves in a bar in Liverpool, England. Cheerio. This happened on Sunday night. Uh, when the police came to stop them, they all started throwing beer bottles at the police and eight of them got arrested. But there was about 50 people in the bar. See, this is why there's power in numbers. They can't arrest you all. So like 40... What's, oh, Right. 42 of them got away. That reminds me of when I was a teenager. Me and my friends would roll like 30 people deep into parks 
and get hammered and the cops would roll up and we'd be like, whoop, whoop. And we'd all just bolt <laughs> in all different fucking directions and only like one or two would get busted somehow. See? So there is power numbers. My question for these guys is, what were they going to do when the booze run out? We're just going to barricade ourselves in here forever and, and you're- Take a nap? Now you're- <laughs> yeah. Where was this? You said Liverpool? Liverpool exactly. I, aren't in Liverpool, like, aren't they really intense- Brits. Well, yeah, like really intense drinkers. Go to the pub. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guarantee every single one of them are male. <laughs> that is a dumb male thing to do, I think. Yeah, and especially now we're gonna lock ourselves in here and throw our beer bottles at you. But the whole reason you're locking yourself in there is because you want to keep drinking. Now you're gonna throw your alcohol at the popos. Right. That's stupid. Next headline, a city in Thailand has started sterilizing monkeys because they're terrorizing the locals that because tourists aren't there to feed them. Oh, I could see that. I could see that totally. Yeah. And a lot of those areas that like animals are fed by tourists, I could see them. Geese in Stanley Park oh, and the Swans. Geese in Ottawa. I hate them all. I really, the only thing that geese would be good for though in like a 2012 apocalypse situation would be food. Because oh, hell big. yeah. I'd eat a geese. I'm pretty sure I've had goose before. <laughs> Of course you have. It's a prairie thing. Aren't they like a protected Canadian animal? I don't think it was like a Canada goose. I think it was just like another goose. <laughs> There's other gooses. Yes, there is. <laughs> There's like white geese. There's a silly goose. I'm sitting right beside. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I swear, I'm calling my dad after this show because he will tell me that he's we've eaten, we've had goose, geese before. Isn't a white goose a swan? Even no. worse. You can't eat a swan. You know mother hen? That's a goose. Duck, duck, goose. <laughs> Mother goose. Oh, yeah. From the fairy tale world. She's not real. She wears yeah, a bonnet. But she's based on a real live bird. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> we're posting this clip to Facebook right now. Mother goose. Or we're, when we do it, and yeah. we are taking a vote. There's other geese other than hissing cobra chickens. <laughs> other than the fucking Canadian geese. And you can eat them. I do believe the... Look, if you can eat a duck, you can eat a goose. I, I just said I'd eat a goose, but I'm not eating a swan, you savage. They're not swans. <laughs> There's a white geese in the world. Don't feed them anyway. Otherwise, they'll end up like the monkeys in Thailand. Right. Okay, here we go. Wine. France is turning its surplus wine into hand sanitizer. Unlike the rest of the world, wine sales and exports have dropped in France's quarantine because they prefer to drink in public and with each other instead of alone at home like us Canadians. <laughs> so their wine sales have really been suffering. I'm shocked. But then what are the kids having with their cereal in the morning? <laughs> Straight to gin. Straight to gin. Isn't that crazy? Because France, when you think wine, you automatically think France, right? Yeah, I thought they have wine. They have something called table wine that you just leave on your yeah. table. But apparently it's a table in a restaurant, so no one's buying it at home. I, I don't know. So they're turning it into hand sanitizer. The, and I don't have any more information than that, but it gets me because I always thought sanitizer had to be a certain percentage. Percentage of alcohol. Hmm, and that is wine is like, what's the strongest wine we've ever had? I 13? swear that the Loblaws that I go to on MacArthur here in Ottawa... Their hand sanitizer is made from fucking tequila. And it is disgusting. Loblaws, I know you have the money. <gasps> yeah. Buy better hand sanitizer. Stop making it in your basement. Uh, seriously, I honestly think some of them are doing it's that. It's 100% tequila. I'm yeah. like, who? Because the smell <laughs> of tequila makes me gag. Oh, meanwhile, she's licking it on the way to her I car. love tequila. <laughs> I love tequila. I will drink tequila all night long. At Walmart train yards, also in Ottawa... 
Uh, their hand sanitizer doesn't even smell like alcohol. It smells like flowers. I think it's just soap from the bathroom. <laughs> Seriously, that's like bad. And how are we to know? Like, yeah, that's why I bring my own. Yeah, I have my to goes. Are you wearing a mask still? In I have started again because people yeah. are getting really upset about it, so I feel bad. And me too. Sometimes I forget. I think that face masks are the new reusable shopping bags. You always forget them in your car. Yeah. And or know, like you forget them at home or, you know. I find sometimes the, the cotton ones that we're using are kind of heavy, you know, like. Well, and it's only a one-time use, right? Yeah. Before you have to wash it again. Yeah. So I have to actually get a couple. About face masks. Woo! We're going to give her a plug because she did some really awesome stuff with that. And when COVID first happened, Julie Buen, she went and started making for every two that she made. She would donate one to a healthcare worker. So if you can, what is it about face Mass.com or something. Yeah, go through the Facebook page is the best way to find it because it's yeah. a bit of a weird. It's we should also post. We should also post it anyways because we both have masks from her. Yeah. Well, all those shirtless selfies. Maybe we can. Maybe we can try and make some messy podcast masks. Yeah, Julie, are you listening? Well, she's already sent me that rainbow one I posted with no shirt on because uh, she wanted me to promote it for Pride, and I'm like, well, if I'm hiding my jaw, which is my best asset. Oh, for fuck's sake! I, I think it, like. I think it makes your jawline look nicer. Because it hides you. No, master, because it's like... But you have a big, round, Asian face, of course. It's I do beautiful. not have a round face. I have a... Heart-shaped. That's nice. I'm complimenting you. Oh. I have a Celine Dion-shaped face, so a mask just looks horrible. You mean emaciated? <laughs> I'm, <just> yeah. joking. <laughs> oh, I'm joking, you, Celine. Oh, that's nice. Oh, <laughs> oh she, yeah, she's a little... Yeah. Yikes. Okay, two more. A food bank in England asked people to double-check expiration dates after somebody donated a can of anchovies that expired in 87. I helped my friend clean out her family cottage this past weekend, and this cottage has been in the family forever since she was little, and I found spices and stuff, and KD, did you know craft dinner expires? Does it expire, or is it a best before? It was like 2011, best before okay. 2011. But best before, there's a distinction, and a lot of Canadians don't know this, because I don't think they have this in the States. Expired is not the same as best before. Best before is fine afterwards. I wish they would put on, like, also the expiration after you open something. Yeah, true. Particularly, like, jam. Because right. then you're just doing the sniff test, and it's anyone's game. <laughs> Do you eat stuff, though? Like, I saw, it was, I think it was CBC or some doc about this, and after I learned the difference between expired and best before, I'll eat shit after the best before. Oh, yeah, I haven't been a big person for expiration dates either. Like, I, I do sniff tests. Like, you know those rotisserie chickens? I think you can trust your own instincts. Like, have you ever, have you ever had yes. food poisoning? No, not that I know of. I accidentally one time ate raw chicken, and, like, <laughs> I bit it and swallowed it, and immediately I was like, that wasn't right. That wasn't right at all. Now wait. And got up and I threw up. I like vomited. <laughs> right away? Well, pretty close. Up. And then you were sick. Like, I think you have to trust your body that your body's going to be like, no, that's not right. Yeah. First now you need to tell everybody why you ate raw chicken accidentally. Wasn't I? I can't really remember. I think I was hungover or drunk. One of the two. All I had was frozen, two frozen chicken breasts. I was hungover. All I had was two frozen chicken breasts in my freezer and I wanted to eat them now because I was so hungry. So I boiled them. Oh! And I didn't check to see that they were all the way cooked. Boiled chicken? What are you, a dog? That's what you give dogs with stomach problems. Woof. Wow. I have stomach. I'm what? a bitch with stomach problems. Maybe that's why, because you're boiling <laughs> chicken. Or eating raw chicken? Yeah. 
Stick to the rotisseries that we're obsessed with. We're mm-hmm. keeping those Loblaws rotisseries in business. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And those only have like a two-day best before. So my friend Jana got one because I like, we should charge them because I'm promoting them. So my friend Jana bought one and she's like, oh my God, it says best before last night. Can I still eat it? Yes. It's like, yes. And if you're not going to, I'll come pick it up. <laughs> I, I put the leftovers in the fridge for like four days. Like, you can, And I think your smell, you're right. Especially with meat. Right. It's not going to go bad. They just have to do that so that if it does go bad and you get sick, you don't get sued. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Last headline. Last headline. Because my wine is yeah. <laughs> very close to being empty. One way we could be safer from germs on planes in the future is with double decker seats. The person who designed them has been working with major airlines to figure out if they're really a viable possibility. Fuck airlines right now. Okay. Cause you know, I've flown like twice in my whole life. I ain't double decorating anything. Would that even work on an airplane? Well, yeah, actually on some first class, like some cross Atlantic or cross Pacific flights, the first class is actually in a different, like you walk up like a little steps. So they are, it's like tiered. Okay. So that might be a way to do it. But really like, it's like these, you know, the social distancing circles in stores, they're like, stay six feet apart, but they're like front to back, but then right beside there's another sticker. It's like, that's not six feet. The virus can move vertically. It can move horizontally. Well, and Air Canada just announced that they're opening up the middle seats again. Oh, great. Right. So, you know, I was so sad because when I flew back from Vancouver, it was such a lovely experience. You know, you had your space. It was so clean and they're starting food again. And I'm like, fuck it. Unless you're on a 10 hour flight, you don't need food. (laughs) That food's shit anyways. I get Mr. Noodles and they fuck up Mr. Noodles. How do you mess up a Mr. Noodles? Because the water's not hot enough. So you end up eating half crunchy, half soft, shitty ramen noodles. Yeah, you'd rather just one or the other. Yeah, how do you screw up ramen? Yeah. Well, I guess as long as they make masks. Right. Mandatory. I think I'm going to wear masks. Even after COVID, I might start wearing masks. I like it. You know, like when you're hungover and you don't want to talk to anybody in public, you just have a mask on and nobody recognizes you. Put some sunglasses on top of that. Bitch, you are you're right. incognito. So when I was picking up our wine for this podcast, I had that happen at the, at the wine store. This was a really young, it wasn't LCBO, it was some other one. But anyway, I had with Magnata, but that won't mean anything to people if you don't live in yeah, Ottawa. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the, the kid working was like, can I see your ID? And I'm over the moon happy. And then I realized I have a mask and sunglasses. So of course you want to see my ID. I thought about that today. How easy it would be for that's kids right. to buy booze. So that's why I'm bringing, this is a PSA for you yeah. young kids. Teenagers, wear your mask. You can get away with it. No, no. <laughs> this is a PSA for shop owners. Make people take off their masks and ID them. <laughs> Well, yin and yang. That's why we're good. Gosh. Cheers. Cheers.